Hello, and welcome to another episode of the Complex Life Podcast. I'm your host, Evangela, and I'm a trauma recovery coach that supports you as you walk the road to healing for yourself. You don't have to be the victim of what your trauma did to you. Let's work together to create a life that is fulfilling to you. Join me on this journey. Hello, and welcome to another episode of the Complex Life Podcast. I'm your host, Evangela, and this is Season 3, Episode 3, titled Bibliotherapy and Why It's Important. How are you all doing? If you have followed me for any period of time on my Instagram or visited my website or even listened to the podcast, you know that I'm an avid reader and I look into books that have, you know, helped me to grow and advance in my recovery. And I recommend those to those who follow me, my readers, my listeners. And that is what brought on this episode about bibliotherapy. Um, as always, um, the blog post for this is on my website. So if you want to go and read that, um, my episodes are always a little bit different from what's in the blog post. So you can check that out, read, and get some, some good takes on that. So what is bibliotherapy? Um, it is defined as a therapeutic approach that uses literature to support good mental health and is a versatile and cost-effective treatment option often adapted or used to supplement other types of therapy. So what does this mean for us? What does this mean for me in particular? So as I went through therapy and did what was necessary to try to heal from trauma, um, my therapist suggested books to me and I also happened upon books while I'm doing my research. I will say that one of the most profound books that shifted my perspective when it came to complex PTSD and the mental health diagnosis that I have to deal with was Complex PTSD from Surviving to Thriving by Pete Walker. And if you have an opportunity, please pick up his book. Um, I have it on sale in my store um, through Amazon. It is an affiliate link. So if you purchase the book through my store, I will get a portion of it for transparency to let you know. So you can visit my site to pick that up if you want to buy it. It's in a convenient place. You'll also get Prime. Um, so you'll get that discount shipping if you decide to go ahead on and buy that book through my store. So as I sit and I think about all of the books that I've read, and I do have a section on my Instagram page with the books that I have read that have been most impactful to me. And I try to only put books in my store that I have read and have vetted, um, just to make sure that I know what you're getting and I can recommend something that is good for you, you know, and is not something that you're going to struggle with or, you know, has inaccurate information. And reading those books is the only way that I can tell you that, okay, I feel that this book is good. It was good for me. Perhaps you'll find something good in it too. So um, in the blog post, I talk about a real life example for me and how bibliotherapy has helped me understand my physical body my mind, my, even oftentimes my spiritual essence as well. And to be able to heal in many, many different areas because they open up a world that, you know, I may not be able to get as quickly in therapy 
because I can read as much as I want. You know, I only have an hour for my therapy session or maybe two hours for my therapy session and then things are over. And with bibliotherapy and books, I can do it at any time while I'm driving. I can sit and I can listen because I am very busy. So I don't often have the opportunity to sit down and read a book, but I have I have an Audible subscription and I'm an avid consumer of audiobooks. I used to judge myself for only being able to read audiobooks because I didn't have the time nor the stamina to sit down and read a book. But now it's the major way that I consume my um, my books and my reading. So back to the example. So in the book, The Body Keeps the Score by Bessel van der Kolk, um, he speaks about the effects of combat related trauma on a veteran and how that shows up in their bodies. And one story in particular was about a veteran who was experiencing cancer in his shoulder connected to shooting his rifle and the kickback of that. And that shoulder was the shoulder that he would get kicked back from the butt, I mean, the stock of the weapon. And it was causing a disruption of energy in his body and created a physical ailment. And to me, that was completely astounding because at the time I was having a lot of chronic pain that I was trying to deal with. I was going to the chiropractor, of course, continuing to go to therapy. I was doing myofascial release. I was doing all these body practices to try to alleviate the pain and the suffering I was having in my physical body. And so when I read this, I was like, okay, so I need to dig into the emotions. Like what does your back represent? What does the leg represent? What do the fingers represent? The hands represent? And I started digging into these things. And another book I also recommend is You Can Heal Your Life by Louise Hay. And it's more like an index of common ailments that we have, the emotional connection to those elements in the physical body. And then it gives you an affirmation to speak and practice on to help alleviate some of that suffering. Now, I do recommend that you go even deeper than that because I'm a person who does not believe that affirmations work if you don't have the right mindset to put into them. And what I mean by that is that you can't, in the midst of your trauma, say, I'm happy, I'm whole, and I'm healthy, and see that in your experience immediately because you've been conditioned to believe that that is not the case. And so you have to get past, you have to get beyond um the conditioned way of being, those conditioned thoughts for the affirmation to be able to take root. So it is a long-term strategy, not something that works immediately. And I think um, affirmations and um, the secret um, movie and book kind of gave people the idea that these works are instantaneous. Now, I am not outlawing in, in saying that there are no cases where things haven't happened instantaneously. But that is by no means the rule. So if affirmations are something that you enjoy and you want to incorporate in your healing journey, by all means, do so. By all means, do so. Speak your affirmations over your life daily and continue to hold fast and believe that they are true in your life and you will see results. It's just not a quick fix, just like anything else that you're doing to try to heal trauma. So I'm back into my own journey with you know my own physical ailments in this book opening up and helping me to see how my traumas and the things that I was holding inside of me 
were causing issues in my physical body. They just were. And I just, you know, I really, really was struggling. And this brought to light that I could actually work on those physical ailments by dealing with my mental states and my emotional states. And it was so beautiful, so beautiful. And it helped me to be able to get out of those chronic states of pain. And I'm nowhere near where I used to be. It was a struggle every day, fighting with my trigger points, hip pain, hand pain, muscle pain, back pain. And I was able to alleviate a large part of that suffering. Now, when I get really, really stressed, I do um, still get trigger points. It happens. And I have to go to the chiropractor. I have to get adjusted and I have to, you know, address the mindset that I'm having because I've realized that when I start having flare-ups of my trigger points, it is simply that I feel emotionally unsupported. I don't feel supported. And it's usually because, you know, I'm trying to work on an endeavor and I wish I had more help to be able to do the things that I do. And I don't in that moment. And so I deal with what's going on with me emotionally. I go to the chiropractor to get adjusted and I find relief as I work on my emotional state and the physical ailments that I have. So then we go on to Pete Walker's book, Complex PTSD from Surviving to Thriving. And his work on emotional flashbacks was a pivotal experience, experience for me. I didn't understand what these long periods of being back in the emotions I had when I was nine years old were until I read the book. It helped me realize that there was nothing wrong with me. Because if you know, you're like me, you're looking for something present moment to be happening as an explanation for why you feel the way that you do. And so you tell yourself, I don't have any reason to be depressed. I don't have any reason to be upset. Why am I so upset? I must be an ungrateful person. And this was my thought process as I went through this. And reading about emotional flashbacks, because also with my PTSD, I didn't have, all I had heard about was PTSD from combat veterans. And my PTSD looked nothing like that. You know, I would, when I was having night terrors, I would wake up in the middle of the night and I would see things that had nothing to do with what I suffered as a child. A lot of times they did not make any sense, but the consistent vein in all of my night terrors is I was trying to do something to avoid some disastrous result. I was continuously trying to relive my trauma and doing something different to have a different outcome. And I had lived a large part of my life trying to avoid experiencing that again. I mean, going to great lengths not to experience what I experienced when I was younger again. And so it took my therapist pointing out to me, Evangelo, you are constantly, consistently trying to avoid some disaster happening in your night terrors. You have complex trauma. You have complex PTSD and you have sleep disorder. And what a sigh of relief because I just, I honestly thought that I was insane. I thought that there was just something seriously wrong with my brain 
and that I was never going to get peace from these things happening and that I might as well just accept it. It's just, you know, my lot in life and it's not going to be any different. So that is what I mean when I say that books can be a form of therapy for you. They can open up worlds for you to understand and know yourself better and receive healing as a result of reading those books. Because it opens up your mind to a greater understanding of things. Like I said, if you if you can't afford a therapist or you can't afford a coach, I would advise you to go on over to my bookstore and look through the books and pick up a few things that help you and begin to read. There are so many people out here struggling with very similar or the same things. And when we are dealing with trauma and we're dealing with adversity, a lot of times it's very easy to think that we're the only ones dealing with this stuff. And as a result, we become an island. We isolate ourselves because we're judging ourselves and therefore we think the world is judging us. But if I have learned nothing else in the six years of my recovery, I have learned that there are more people out there like me than not, unfortunately. So many people have experienced trauma. Somewhere around 61% of people have experienced at least one trauma in their lives. That's a lot of people, y'all. That's a lot of people. And we're not alone. It's really, it's really that simple. We are not alone. We're a bunch of people who are afraid to speak up because we're afraid of being judged by people who have probably experienced the same thing that we have and have shame about what they've been through. And it keeps us all in a web of not speaking up, not having the healing or connection that we desire. Now, I do want to note that there are some things that a book is not going to help. If you need medications or you're having a crisis of some sort, a book is not going to help that. You may have some mental health issues that you need to see a professional to treat and make sure that it is mitigated. A book is not going to help that. Always remember that safety is what's most important. If you do not feel safe, if you are not physically safe, and that safety when it comes to trauma survivors is all from your perspective. It's from my perspective. So while somebody may say, there's no danger, there's nothing for you to be afraid of. If I'm activated in my nervous system, I'm not safe. If I don't perceive myself to be safe. I'm not safe. And it is important for us to recognize that safety comes before any hard work, any inner work, any therapy or anything that we must go into. If you go into your therapist's office, they're going to establish and make sure that you're safe. If you come up in my office or share or show up on a Zoom call with me, I'm going to ensure that you're safe before we do anything else. Because without that safety, nothing is going to sink in. It's not. It can't. Your body is concerned with survival, not what I'm talking to you about in the moment. So this bibliotherapy concept is just another toolkit for your arsenal of recovery. Pick out some books that pique your interest and read them. 
read them. Another book that's great is What Happened to You by Oprah Winfrey and Dr. Bruce Perry. Very good book to understand how trauma literally affects everything you do. And it does not just go away. It does not just go away. Without having safety restored to you, you will continue to be affected by that trauma. This toolkit that I'm constantly giving you, you know, little tidbits, tools, some will be hammers for building, some will be axes for tearing down. I may even hand you a chainsaw to rip some stuff to shreds. <laughs> but all of this stuff that I give you, all of this information is so that you can pick up tools to put in your toolkit that help you. So you can decide what goes in your toolbox because not everything will be of benefit to you. It just, it simply won't because for as much as we are the same, we also have differences in the way that we process information. We have differences, of course, in our family systems and the, the systems that we find ourselves in now. So there may be different approaches that you have to take to healing. Like for me, I can't, I don't have the time to sit down with a paperback book or hardback book and read. So I had to adapt and go to audiobooks so that I could still make sure that I could read and consume the material that I needed to consume to help me to continue to grow, not only in my own recovery, but as a coach. And I wasn't going to let anything stop me from doing that. Nothing whatsoever. Not even my own judgment about listening to audiobooks, as silly as that sounds to me right now. So in my blog post about this, I made some recommendations of some other things to put in your toolkit to help you um, in your recovery. I have tried all of these and I recommend them to you. Um, for your growth whenever you have an opportunity to check them out. I have links to all of them in that blog post and I will place them in the show notes as well. So the first one is the Uper app. As of this podcast recording, this is a free app and it uses AI technology to help you set goals towards healing. There are meditations available there is, you get to talk and, and journal about how you're feeling. So the app will ask you how you're feeling. You go in and you type that out and it will begin to make recommendations about um, things that would be beneficial for you. You can do meditations, you can write affirmations and you can start to begin to see patterns of how you exist and it learns you. Um, and there are also assessments for depression, anxiety, social anxiety, and much, much more to help you track your mental health. Um, it is free and I highly recommend it. Um, the next one is a sponsored app. It's called the Nuna Companion app. And it's similar to Uber. Um, they have an alpaca. Yes, I said an alpaca named Nuna, who does pretty much the same that Uber does. But it figures out you based on the things that you share with it. Um, you can also try that for a 25% discount um, by using my code. And again, I will link that in the show notes. Then there's the self-pause app. While I don't get a um, 
percentage of your purchase with the self pause app I was given full access to this app to this app and I use it daily on my drive to work now I have struggled with toxic positivity and what all that brings forward in the in the space of healing um, so I wasn't really into affirmations and things like that but this app has really become a part of my daily routine and my daily use because a lot of the app pre-recorded affirmations that are there are really good for what I'm going through right now you know issues like financial concerns um, being healthy in my body um, feeling good enough are some of the topics that are covered with the affirmations there and you can get that in the app store on Google Play then of course the body keeps a score which is in my library I mean my bookstore you can heal your life is also in my bookstore and then complex PTSD from surviving to thriving is also in my bookstore I will link all of this in the show notes so I think that's all that I have for this episode I would really like to know what books you all are reading I would like to know what books are affecting you in profound ways because I'm always looking to increase my library of things that I can refer people to to help them be better and do better right now I'm reading the book my grandmother's hands and it is a doozy but I recommend that if you are an ally of african-american people and people of color if you are a police officer if you are a white person and you're wanting to heal racialized trauma here in America dive into this book but prepare yourself to be challenged if you don't want your mindset to be challenged if you don't want your way of being to be challenged leave this book in the bookstore but if you want to see and effect change and I mean true change here in America and help those who look different from you but you love immensely heal and be heard seen and felt that first comes by you addressing who you are who you have been and digging into that because this racialized trauma not only affects people of color and black people it affects white people and it affects police it does and it is time for us to heal in meaningful ways and stop just having conversations about it and doing nothing but actually taking this into our bodies into a body practice to do what's necessary to help us heal if you pick that book up please let me know I would love to hear your experiences with it I would love to share my experiences with it that is all I have for this episode again I will link all of the resources I mentioned in the show notes I would like to hear about what books you all are reading you can send me an email you can also use that email to request episodes contact at beyondtheguru.com follow me on Instagram don't forget about my Facebook group rising from the ashes we'd love to have you over there and please remember to take care of yourselves along this journey of life you are so worth consideration love support and happiness until next time i'll see you along the journey well that's another episode in the books 
If you like the show so far, please go to iTunes and rate it so that we can push the show to the top in ratings and let more people know about the healing work that I do. You can also find me on beyondtheguru.com and Instagram at beyondtheguru. That's at beyond underscore the underscore guru. Until next time, have a great day.